Hello, and welcome to Carried Away. I'm your host, Carrie Murray. As the founder of the Bra Network, the Business Relationship Alliance, I have met some of the most inspiring women working as entrepreneurs, freelancers, founders, executives, and creatives, and I want to share their stories with you. So let's get carried away. so excited about my guest today. It's Annalise Warren. She's a marketing guru, a mom of four. That's right. She's from Australia. So you have to say mom, not mom. Um, She is here to talk to us about how to accelerate your influence, income, and impact with effective marketing practices. You're going to want to get carried away with me. Let's go. Welcome, everyone, to uh, Getting Carried Away. I'm your host, Carrie Murray. And with me today is, you're not even going to believe how long this list of things that she does. Annalise Warren is the CEO of her own marketing agency, AnnaliseWarren.com. She's a business strategist, a marketing mentor, a philanthropist, a podcast host, and in her free time, she's a wife and mom. She's literally the Amy Porterfield of Melbourne, maybe of all of Australia. I don't know. I'm just glad to have her here. And we're going to get carried away about how to accelerate your influence, income, and impact. But before that, I want to hear about you, Annalise. Welcome. I'm excited to have you here. Thank you so much. (laughs) I love the intro. Hilarious. Still a little cringeworthy hearing about yourself, isn't it? Oh, always. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, yeah. So that that's me in, in the in the nutshell. So I I do I own a marketing agency. I started it three and a half years ago with with my husband. Um, and then yes, I have three little kids. And because we had created this business from scratch that allowed both of us to work from home around the kids. I was speaking to lots of other women who wanted the same thing, who didn't want to put their kids in daycare for a job that they didn't like. Um, But the businesses that they wanted to start weren't empires. And so it wasn't going to be viable for them to hire a marketing agency or even a really good freelancer, really. And so I started mentoring them. I started um, teaching them how to do their own marketing. We'd jump on really informal Zoom calls and I'd get in the back end of their <laughs> Facebook ad accounts with them and show them how to do it. And then that um, it, that evolved and it evolved into now we don't just work with mums. We we don't just work with, with women, actually. We, we work with all types of businesses and we still have the agency, but I've got a team that, that runs that now. And most of my time is spent on, on, on mentoring, which I love. I love it so much. Oh, that's so exciting. So when you began really quick, I want to know what was a common thread you noticed in your mentees that they were kind of lacking that you, even if it was like how to build a Facebook ad, what was something you saw all new small businesses? You're like, Oh, they, this one's missing it too. Yeah, I think most, and it's still probably the same thing now is that people love their thing so much and they think it's so great, which they should. And it is like, you know, they, they, they obsessed with graphic design or they, you know, they're making headbands for kids and they think they're beautiful and everyone's going to want them. <laughs> and I think, that, you know, they, they're going to start their website and people are going to come flocking and, 
or that they just have to run one Facebook ad and show off their things. And as soon as people see it, they're going to then come flocking. Right. And it's not the case. We need to, we can't just run a Facebook ad in isolation where we are selling, which most of you probably know. And so it needs to be, it needs to be part of a campaign that actually moves people down the buyer journey and is so much more holistic. And it's so much more of a a science than just going here, here's my great widget or here's my great offer. Um, Come and get it. It's so true. I think, you know, every millennial here in the States, um, gets an Instagram account and is, you know, on Twitter and they're like, okay, I'm here. I want to coach you. And then nothing (laughs) converts. And then they're like, what, what I'm here though. (laughs) This is what I thought I, and I don't know about you, but for me, email still converts higher than any other social media platform I use. Um, but I, I have very little experience running Facebook ads, because most of my members come from referrals. Um, when you refer people to Facebook ads, do you deter- how do you determine the budget of what they're trying to convert? Normally it's about, a, because I, I've worked and I still, I, I obviously I work with a lot of different types of businesses. I know what the numbers are. And so if they tell me they've got $500 and that they want to, you know, have, 20 sales a day, then I'm going to be able to tell them that's just not viable. It's just not going to happen. (laughs) And so, you know, I know that if they're, if they run a competition, they're going to get email addresses for a dollar to $2. I know that if they just run a lead magnet, it's probably going to be three to $7. Like I can tell them the numbers that are the averages. And of course there's things outside of that. And I'm probably speaking Australian dollars. So (laughs) Yeah. And so, because, you know, I, I know how much it takes to someone to get someone to a workshop and all of that. So we can be a bit more, we can get down to, well, what is it that you actually want out of your business? And I think that's where people get stuck as well. And they, they start building and they create this thing and they have some momentum and then it becomes this, this beast that role that runs them and they're working, you know, they started their business for profit and freedom and they have neither because they have the worst boss in the world that makes them work 18 hours a day (laughs) to try and keep up with everything. So I think it's about pairing it back and going, what do you actually want your business to look like? And how much do you need to make? How many hours a day do you want to work? What's the ideal? And then how do we structure your offer and everything that you're doing around making that happen. Gotcha. I, I love that. I love that. Now, a lot of advice you have for us today is about how do we accelerate our influence and income and impact? What's your advice on that? How does maybe a brand that's been, you know, making some revenue, but now they're kind of tapped all of their current client base and they have to expand or they're just not going to continue to grow. How do we accelerate ourselves? Yeah, I think... I think it comes back again to looking at your offer. And if, if you're a service-based business owner, or it, it doesn't really matter, but it's easier for service-based business owners because it, um, what I'm about to talk about is easier because the offer can be, you're, you're dealing with transformation most of the time, or you're, you're dealing with something that is a problem that someone has had for four 
a long time because they're not going to just come to you when they have just started having their problem. It's likely that they've tried a few things. And so what you want to create for them is the ultimate solution to their problem. And that's what you want to communicate. And if you have the ultimate solution to their problem, like whether it be weight loss or um, mindset changing or, you know, helping them to, to build their business or refresh their brand, like whatever it happens to be, if you can be the be all and end all for them, the only solution they're going to need, well, then you're not going to sell your product for, for $200. And so people are going to, people aren't going to believe that the ultimate solution to their problem is $200. And so you, you can then charge what the value of solving that for them is actually worth. And you can, to come to the solution of that, like throw out time and money and think, if I am actually going to get this person to where they want to go, what, do, what is it going to take? So I'm actually a qualified personal trainer as well, which I've done on the side for the last decade because I, I love it. Um, and I, I worked in a gym for maybe three months when I got started and I would just offer one on one off sessions. And then I would go to, I would go to, a, um, I would go in for a shift and I would have six ready backed up, you know, and one, one or two would show and that'd be great. I was going to get $300 and now I got 50, like fantastic, (laughs) like like not great, not great for me. My clients weren't getting results. So then I couldn't talk about them. Um, and so I quickly, really quickly learned that I had to get them onto packages, both for me and for them, because they'd come to me so that they could get a result, you know, lose 20 kilos for their daughter's wedding or, you know, whatever that happened to be. And neither of us were getting what we wanted out of the relationship. And so I had to think, okay, well, what it's actually going to take for this client to achieve their goals in that three month period is we need to do meal plans. We need to do three sessions a week. We need, she needs to text me everything she's eating every single day. And so I came up with a package that was going to actually get this client to where they wanted to go. And then of course I wasn't charging $50 a session. It was a holistic charge and she was paying for the result for the outcome. And so it was great for me because I knew what I was going to get, whether she showed up or not, I was still getting the money and she was getting what the results she wanted. I was getting the testimonial from the results and I could then get more clients and build my business. And that's, that's what we're after here because that's going to be the best way to accelerate our income is to come up with a package that meets, again, go back to the goals. How often do you want to work? What do you want to earn? What does that number have to be? And how can you craft the ultimate solution for your clients? And then it's going to be so much easier to sell it as well because you you have what they need. Yeah, that's, I'll tell you what, when I first started, you know, as an entrepreneur, you try to do as much DIY as you can. You try to, cause you have no money coming in. So you're trying to do it all. I eventually had to break up with Adobe, um, illustrator because I can't build a website. I just do not have the capacity. And for me, learning Adobe was like learning a foreign language. I couldn't wait to give someone money 
to solve this problem for me and build the website that I wanted and have the business. And to be, once it was taken off my plate and I was happy to write that check to them, I was able to focus on what I'm good at building my services out. And I think it's a mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs make when they're first starting out that nobody's going to pay for this. Nobody's going to pay this much when really there, they will, you just have to believe in it and, mm-hmm. and also constantly communicate what problem you're solving. Um, I think that's huge. And I'm sure with some of your marketing, do some of your clients feel like they're being too repetitive that they're like, no, I'm, I've already said this. Do you, I know a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with that. They think they do one Instagram story and I've already talked about it. Yeah. I, I've been talking about the same thing. I think all of this year, which pretty much is always coming back to the buyer journey. So the answer is no. And also you've got to think your Instagram story is 15 seconds, maybe 10% of your audience is seeing it like on a good day. Right. And, and they're also seeing what, 2000, 5,000 other little snippets and pieces of information that day. Mm -hmm. So it's not sinking in. We, you, you know that you can hear the same thing again and again, and it might not be the right time. Like even think about diet and exercise. We all know we should be eating well. We all know we should be exercising. We all know we should be sleeping well and drinking enough water, but it doesn't, it, every time you hear it, if you haven't been doing it, you're like, Oh yes, I need to like, I need to drink more water. I only had, you know, whatever yesterday. And so it doesn't, it's not, you're not annoying. It's, it's not annoying, especially people are following you for, for a reason. They want to hear what you have to say and they are going to learn something from you and to learn it, they are going to need to hear it more than once. Absolutely. And, and in different ways, right? They need to hear it from a testimonial point of view, someone you've worked with prior, or they need the, uh, the aha moment in their marketing, you know, like, oh, that this person actually has a solution to my problem. When you're working with your clients, have you noticed a discrepancy in their pricing? Have you ever looked at something they're selling and been like, this is way too cheap? All the time. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Why do we undervalue ourselves? And do you only see it in women or do you see it in the men you work with too? Um, I see it in everyone, but maybe more in women actually now that you've, now that you've mentioned it. I don't, I don't know why that is. I think it comes from wanting to serve and we really want to help, but we're not helping if we, if we fill up our, our capacity and we can only work with three clients because, you know, we're giving so much and we're not getting the income in, you know, or if we, we take on 10 clients and then all of a sudden it's, we're not getting paid very much. And so we're, we're juggling a million things and no one's getting served well. So again, exactly what you said, people will pay for, for the solution to their problem. And so it's about building that relationship, communicating that and moving them down the buyer journey. Like, again, this is what I talk, this is is all I talk about in lots of different ways. Um, but yeah, it's about having confidence in yourself and maybe there's some, the the mindset work that needs to be done there, because I know that for me, entrepreneurship was not something that I was, I was taught 
it, my parents weren't entrepreneurs. Like my dad had a restaurant, but it was, you know, it wasn't entrepreneurial. It was just, just it was a, a business. And I was taught that, you know, you went to school, you, you went to university, you got a nine to five job and you got paid per hour. And my husband's actually a carpenter. So like a general contractor Mm -hmm. and for him as well to make the shift from, you know, I'm getting $50 an hour to what, what I can charge what for a website. Yeah. It only took me this many hours. I'm like, that's not the point. We're selling the value. They now have this platform to sell their, <laughs> to sell their wares from. It's worth so much more to them than $50 an hour. So it's, we have to flip the, the, the switch a bit on what we thought growing up and, and move it to, to value-based. And what is, what is the benefit that you are offering someone and what is that actually worth to them? And and what do you need? What do you need for you to live the life that you want to live? Oh, it's so true. And I definitely, we talk about value-based pricing a lot. And I think what's great about it is you, you're putting the customer, your client first, right? You're not putting your product first or like cost-based pricing, you're putting your product. Um, I have this great example. We have this very fancy jewelry store, Tiffany's. Tiffany sells a silver paperclip for $165. It's a paperclip. It holds papers together. Then our local office supply store sells 100 paperclips for $1.49. But Tiffany is just like, I know that woman's going to be at her book club and she's going to use that silver paperclip as her book Mark, and she's going to open it up and everyone's going to be gaga over this $165 paper clip. Guess who sold out? Tiffany has sold out of these paper clips. You can't find them. This is someone who does not suffer from mindset or pricing issues, but this is the goal I hope for entrepreneurs to have, to see themselves as value-based pricing as the Tiffany, even though there are a hundred people that do web design or graphic design, there's only one of you. And I think we get, as women especially, I've noticed we get that imposter syndrome, that little voice that says, nobody's going to buy that. Nobody's going to spend that much. But there is something I feel like that when you bring in someone like yourself who has the marketing strategy, you start to begin to feel, oh, I am worth this. Because look at the marketing, it's working. What do you think is the highest thing that converts for value-based entrepreneurs when they're marketing? What do you mean by that? What do you think gets them more clients? Do you think it's Facebook ads? Do you think it's their email list? Do you think it's social media? Do you think it's networking events? For for me at the moment and for a lot of my clients, it's actually live workshops. Oh, okay. So so using Facebook Live um, to to run workshops, whether that's a, a live and like a, like a webinar kind of thing that's live, whether it's a full five day, like, you know, <laughs> workshop, mm-hmm. um, that building that rapport with people live on video where it's not scripted, it's, you know, the microphone's falling over and the kids are coming in and the, right. you know, at least that's what it's like in my house. <laughs> um, but that you, because people get to spend so much time with you, then when you make your offer and, and you have, you have been leading them the entire time into helping them move from their reality to your reality in, in, in the content. Mm -hmm. And 
for, for me and for, for a lot of my clients, that's working really, really well at the moment. That's great. That's like really even, great. Like, like better than email. Really? That's really great. Yeah. I know I've attended multiple zoom webinars and everything. And I already have had a relationship with the person. Obviously I'm not going to some random person's webinar. I've been on a Facebook live and there are times when I'm just waiting for the offer at the end, because I already know I want to work with you. I do. Mm. I just want to know what, what's the offer at the end of this. Do I get 15% off? I'm in. So uh, <laughs> I do that all the time. I'm like, yes, yeah. yes, yes. What's the offer? Um, yeah. So that's interesting. Okay. What Facebook lives, webinars leading into your offer. Yeah. Um, and of course it comes from, you, you do have to be, um, you know, so for me, they're in a Facebook group already and then they are, I'm, I'm nurturing them all the time. So I run a workshop every couple of months, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm in there live every week, giving them free content. You know, I've, I've got, I'm, I'm giving them podcast episodes and we're chatting and, and we're having, we're, they, they know me, they, they know who I am. So then every two months when I, I make my, my offer, there's a whole bunch of new people in there. Um, but maybe there's people that have come to my workshop, you know, three, four, five times and then, and then they buy. So it's not, I think that relationship piece is, is really, really massive and, and cultivating that in our business. I think it's really rare because so often people now want this low touch automated business that is just, you know, has the funnel and, and, and ticks along without them so that they can lie on the beach (laughs) (laughs) and have their laptop for an hour a day. Um, and so when you're the opposite of that, especially in the world that we're living in now, when we are all craving more human connection, Mm -hmm. um, it, it really stands out and it, and it, if you can treat people in a really high touch way, they, they feel that difference. And it's such a great way to be standing out, especially as everyone flocks to start their own business and they can be up and running in five minutes with a Facebook page and be calling themselves a, you know, whatever you've been doing for the last 10 years. Right. Right. I love that. So keeping, do you, and when you're working with your clients, is that something you really mentor them to find those kind of higher valued offers as opposed to focusing on the downloadable pre-recorded they watch it once and they're done yeah yeah definitely so most of my clients what they'll do is they'll start off with higher value um one-on-one kind of packages Mm -hmm. and then once that once that's established and they have the business that they want then then you can go to the lower value things you can have a membership program or a you know, an ebook or whatever it is, you know, your hundred dollars social media course. But if you're trying to build a business off a hundred dollar product, it's really hard because you need a lot of people and audience building takes a long time. And there's a million of you, there's probably 5 million of you of, of doing that. So if you start at the other end where most people think, Oh, I'll work up to that. But if you start at the high end, then it's better for you. Like we've already explained, it's better for you. It's better for your client. You get the revenue coming in. You can have the momentum. You can outsource all the junk that you don't want to do the website building and the finance and the, you know, the graphic design, because you've got the cash to be able to do it. 
And then you can expand into other revenue streams because you have the audience and you've got the money. I love that. And I think it's the reverse. So many times they start with this little, you know, widget for a hundred dollars and they are expecting to sell a million, a million widgets and they can't. Um, whereas it's so, and it's what happens is you get burnout. And the whole reason we got into entrepreneurship, I know for myself, like you, because I want to work from home, you know, I didn't expect to be working from home and homeschooling, but this is the (laughs) world that we live in. And luckily, you know, I, I'm able to have this life, but I've, I was working 14 hours a day from home trying to sell $100 widgets that defeats the purpose. Um, and it's really quick. What is some, what's some like best advice you could give for someone who's struggling with developing that first, that big offer? Talk to your audience. I would Mm -hmm. say figure out who you want to work with. No, yeah, figure out who you want to work with and the problem that you can solve for them. And then go and find them on Instagram. So think who else are they following? Who else, like where else are they hanging out? Go and follow their accounts and whoever follows you back. I mean, obviously we're not going to go and follow private accounts. So let's like, you know, let's just make that disclaimer. We're going to be nice. We're going to be authentic. We're going to do this with integrity. This is not just going and following 5,000 people. This is going strategically to go, who do I want to work with? Okay. I need to talk to them and go and find them on Instagram or Facebook groups. What Facebook groups are they hanging out in and move the comments from, because, because Facebook groups show you the the top comments, but move right. it to recent comments and have a look at what people are writing and write back to them and start a conversation with, with the person, with whatever they're talking about. And actually you will see that, that themes are coming up. So if you, if you spend 15 minutes a day in four different Facebook groups, talking to people, not selling, not trying to friend request them. That will, that will come from them. Just talking, helping them out. You will see common themes come in and you will be able to then figure out the problems that you want to solve and, and probably the best way that, that you can do that. So that would be my, my first recommendation. And actually that's where even once you've got your offer, doing exactly that is a really great way to start conversations with people and then move them into your own email list or your own Facebook group and be able to sell to them from there. And if you're not running ads, this high touch way of communicating with people is going to stand out and you're going to be able to build your business organically. Oh, that's incredible. That's really great. Uh, so it comes back to where we started building relationships that are authentic Always. and not Always. overly salesy. Exactly. And just go out there and be a nice person. And the, and yes, you need to do the ask and you're going to be strategic around trying to figure out what their problems are and talk about them so that they know that you can go, well, great. I was just, I just wrote this blog post on that, on that exact topic. Here you go. <laughs> and you're going to do it strategically. You're not just going to be chatting with them, but you do, um, it it does come back to relationships. And for example, I got a client last, last week who I first touched base with two years ago, and now they're a multi-thousand dollar a month client ongoing. And I wasn't, 
trying, I wasn't doing them the big sale. I was just kept sending them content every couple of months. And, and all of a sudden they're like, great, I'm ready to do my marketing. Let's get started. There was no, they were ready. They, they knew they wanted to work with me. They had already, you know, we already had the relationship. It was just waiting for that right timing. So really think long-term focus on relationships, focus on being really great at what you do and providing that ultimate solution. And, and be strategic about how you, about your time so that you're doing things that actually move the needle. Yeah. I think, I think that's really, it's as opposed to some people trying to convince the person they're chatting with, this might not be my ideal client, but I still think I can kind of solve their problem. (laughs) Um, just don't waste your time. (laughs) Find someone whose problem you absolutely feel confident you can solve. Yeah. There's Um, billions of people on the planet. You will find (laughs) there's enough. enough. You can't possibly serve everyone. So, you know, you want your business to be fun, work with the people that you want to work with. Exactly. I mean, look at wedding photographers. You can't swing a handbag without knocking down eight wedding photographers. People are still going to get married. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Even during a pandemic, we now have distance weddings, you know, with 20 people, (laughs) the photographers far back with a long lens, they're still working. Um, That's a great, great advice. Um, Now, how, tell us about the checklist you have for our audience today. Sure. So a lot of my clients started going, Oh, I need to be on social media. And they didn't know what to post and they were getting overwhelmed. And so I created a checklist that helps to, um, create one main piece of content and break it down. And so I've got that free, um, for everyone if, if they, if they'd like it. So it's anneliesewarn.com forward slash checklist. You can download it for free there. Um, Amazing. We'll put it in the show notes too. So anybody and in the Facebook group, I'll link it to them and it'll also be always available to bra members, but thank you for that. That's great. Um, and before we wrap up, I need to get carried away. We just got carried away about great marketing strategies. No more giving away stuff for free or anything low price charge, what you're worth, all that fun stuff, create that big offer. I like that. Um, tell me what you've given, gotten carried away about entertainment wise. We've been stuck inside for a while now. I know you have three young children. Are you, are you constantly have cartoons on? <laughs> what are you getting carried away? What's keeping you busy? Work actually has been my favorite thing, but entertainment wise, we have been just watching Disney, of course. So my kids are three, uh, nearly three five and seven. And, um, I'm actually expecting them before in like six weeks. And so <gasps> congratulations. <laughs> thanks. Um, yeah, last one we're, we're done wrapping up, <laughs> wrapping up the fam. Um, yeah. So we've been carried away at trying to just set everything up for next year to, to be able to, um, have, have, some, have a little bit of time off and, yeah. All the changes that are going to come with that. With a new baby. That's that's yeah. something you're going to get really carried away about. Yeah. But by the fourth one, you're like, yeah, we got this. I, I hope so. I keep saying that. And I'm like, oh, I'll probably get like, <laughs> like someone, like a child that has colic or something. And right. I'll be like, exactly. oh my gosh. It's insatiable. It has to eat every two hours, not every four hours. Yeah. How can you be hungry again? Yeah. Um, I think that's wonderful. Now, since we're all stuck inside, what places you've visited? either just you and your husband by yourself during university years or 
with the family that you get, you just are obsessed about. We actually, every year, my husband and I, we go to this little tiny country town. It's like a spa town. They've got a mineral um, a mineral spa area. So there's lots of day spas and it's very lush. And we went, it was our 10 year wedding anniversary on the weekend. And we actually went away like five days. Oh, like that. <laughs> and where, because it was our 10 years and we couldn't really do anything too special. We splurged on the accommodation and it was right on the edge of this cliff and the entire wall was glass. So we just looked over this lush green valley and we sat there and we had the fire and, you know, the cheese platter and and books and no children for for three days. You weren't interrupted by anybody. You could have finished your conversations with each other. Yeah. I I went and got a massage. Um, yeah, when just, it was, it was, that's, it's yeah, so we, nice. And it's so funny how, when you, when you have three young kids, you go somewhere and you just actually don't want to explore. You just want to sit, enjoy the view, have my book and, and eat too much food. Yes. I to, don't, you find yourself looking around. You're like, Oh, I don't have to count children. It's just yes. us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so wonderful. We call that a baby moon. Uh, you yeah. go on a little vacation before the baby arrives. That's wonderful. And happy anniversary too. then 10 years. That's great. Um, and then my last question is always the opposite. What's something that people, you know, are completely obsessed about, get so carried away about, but you can't wrap your head around. Like for me, it's tomatoes and cruise lines. <laughs> I would never want to be in a cruise ship and I can't stand tomatoes, but people love both of these things. I don't get it. <laughs> it's so funny tomatoes people either love them or they hate them um I don't like tv okay I I don't like yeah I mean we'll watch a movie like a Disney movie or we'll watch like date night for us is probably a TED talk or something but I I don't don't like it I just yeah I don't know I can't can't remember the last time we watched normal tv or a series or something like that I'm 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 weird I'm not into it no, I don't blame you. There's a lot of crap out there, so you're not missing much. Yeah. <laughs> Especially I think reality that's TV. Oh. oh, yeah. I think that's what it is. I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. And then I'll sit down and I'm like, oh, I just, or I think maybe I'm going to get too sucked in and then I'm going to binge watch, you know, 17 shows in a row and not sleep for three days. <laughs> right. And wake up in a daze. Where, where am I? Yeah, exactly. I just watched all the episodes of Downton Abbey. It's like right it's crazy yeah um well that's that someone has actually said that before tv they do not they don't understand how people can sit and watch tv they're like i don't get it um um, well thank you so much for joining me i congratulations with the baby do you know if it's a boy or girl i don't i was convinced it was a boy up until like three weeks ago and i'm like oh i don't know anyway i've got i've got two girls and a boy so I'm hoping for a boy. Is it okay to say that? Is that like absolutely? (laughs) You can't have more than four because you can't have more children than you and your husband have hands. Yeah, no no more. We're done. We're officially. (laughs) This is it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Annalise. And please, where can we find you really quick? Quick on all the social media. What's your handle? Uh, it's at Annalise.Warn. So it's A-N-N-E-L-I-S-E dot W-O-R-N on Insta. Come say hi to me. The other place, the best place on Facebook is actually the Social Marketing Method Facebook group. Okay. Where I'm, that's, yeah, I'm there most days and I'm there, I'm live every week. So come say hi to me in there. 
Okay, I'm going to put all of that in the show notes too, everyone. So we can start stalking you, getting all these great marketing advice. Thank you so much. It's been so much fun. I'm glad. Thank you. We're getting carried away today. I hope you learned something new. Now, if you are a female founder, thought leader, disruptor, and you're like, I can be on that show, then you need to email me with some topics. Email me directly, carrie at bra-network.com or send me a DM on the IG at bra underscore network. I'm always looking for fabulous, fierce females to feature. And hey, if you're a guy, I'll feature you too, because we all have knowledge to share. Until then, thank you for getting carried away. Go ahead and like and subscribe to all the things and all the places. Until next time, have a great day. Stay safe. Wear a mask.